Welcome to The Forgettables, a podcast about the podcasting journey of three lost stooges. Um, <laughs> oh, what's it called? Um, no, your, intros, pod- your intros get better every time. Do they get better? That's good to yeah. hear. Oh, what's it called? You That's should do it in a- your Kermit voice. Oh, no, no, no. Not, please, please. Not tonight. For the intro. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to practice that. But um, this is a podcast <laughs> about podcasting. We discuss our podcasting journey um at times we'll discuss certain quirks or certain issues which we go through um maybe some frustrations of guests not replying certain frustrations of uh guests not showing up on time and certain frustrations with ruffy or you know our what is it what do we call him now a contributing uh a guest contributor <laughs> not yeah, sh- yeah. Yeah, a uh, recurring contributor. <laughs> recurring contributor, not showing up. Uh, we like we like to give him a, a tough time. He's he's a very he's a very lovely individual who takes it in stride. You know that's one thing you have to appreciate about him. Is uh, if it was you know especially living in this era, if it was anybody else, they probably would have been pissed and left the podcast by now. The amount of <laughs> grief we give him and the hard time we give him, especially now that Ahmed has decided. That he says, Ruffy asked during, during the podcast, he's like, uh, Can I talk now? He's like, Yeah, go ahead. And he'll be like, So this is what uh, I think that's enough. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he just sits there and he smiles and, you know, he, he takes his hair and he does this with his hair, you know, com- coming from a man who, you know, who has joined the Balding community. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's impressive. Is it a community? How, huh? what is that? Is it a community? It's, yes, it is a community, you know. <laughs> We, we consider ourselves a community um, and uh, just just because somebody like, you know, the rock shaves their head does not mean they are part of the community, <laughs> although they want to be. But that doesn't mean they are. Um, I, I think at this point in time, we've shaved his head so much that maybe the hair has fallen out. Um, but, you know, you know, Rafi takes it in stride and we love him for that reason. Um, but there, the topic we sort of wanted to talk about today and me and Jima were actually discussing it um, was uh, trying to find, I guess, comfort and trying to find uh, uh, some sort of like therapy, not relaxation, relaxation and therapeutic ways through being creative. And we were discussing the fact that we did the work-life balance episode and that episode should have been or could have been, could have been better, better phrase, could have been this talk but it ended up being a sort of like a a differences social of, expectations uh, yeah social expectations where ruffy likes to be more outgoing going out to eat you know hummus and bread every day with his friends and having ice cream afterwards and ahmed you know enjoys as i was putting it he enjoys sitting inside of his basement and locking all the doors and windows and closing the curtains and you know just uh playing on photoshop or something you know just making it sound like dark and dreary and depressing. But, you know, the thing about it is uh, Ahmed before the episode was telling me about how certain people who are in certain professions or they're starting studying certain things, they're like, oh, we like to relax. And we're like, what do you like to do when you relax? Like, oh, we, you know, maybe they watch TV or maybe they just lay on the sofa and they're snuggy or mm-hmm. something like that. And mm-hmm. that's, that's all they want to do. That's what they think is, you know, relaxation. But in the case of Ahmed, um relaxation may be you know he may get some you know uh fun or enjoyment or relaxation from you know working on photoshop it may be therapeutic for him or recording a podcast episode may be you know therapeutic for him you can be creative 
and get relaxation. It's not necessary that you have to be, you know, absolutely lazy or not do anything at all to get relaxation. And, you know, I, I know I've, you know, did the opening monologue and I kept going, but, you know, go ahead, Ahmed, what do you think? Yeah, I think the title for this episode can be um, Creative Relaxation. There you or go. Re- relaxation for Creatives, or something like that. But I, I think the, the concept that we want to make a clothing line called Creative Relaxation. It's a good idea. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, what I, I think the, the concept that we're trying to unravel today or, or the idea or notion that people um, are pushing forward nowadays that we want to kind of push against is that, and it's not just nowadays, this has always been a thing. Like if you work in corporate America, that the only way to have fun on the weekend is to drink and go out mm-hmm. to the bar and, you know, until you're, you know, passed out drunk, you're not mm-hmm. having fun. We did right? cover that. Yeah. And then there's also, uh, I need to have an hour of TV every day or else I'm not relaxed. Right. Like I need to have some brain dead time. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's the concept that I really wanted to touch on a little bit today is that I have students. I mean, I, have, I don't have students. I have, I know people that are med students. I know people that are um, myself, right? Like there are people that are working jobs and they work, work, work. And then they feel like if they don't have an hour of TV as a part of their schedule, that mm-hmm. they're not relaxed. You know what I mean? Like, so somehow, yes. um, and I'm not saying, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want to say that you have, you don't have to, you know, TV is a bad form of relaxation. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to throw this out there. Like whatever gets you relaxed is up to you. Yeah. Right. But I want to kind of push against this concept that it has to be TV or it has to be PS5 or it has to be this, that, the other thing. And when I look at people who I admire, mm-hmm. right, they're not spending an hour watching TV. I don't know about you, Osafai, like how many people do you know that are, you know, people that you look up to and, and do you think they watch an hour of TV every day or two no. hours, three hours? <laughs> you think they play PS5 every day? I mean, most people, most people who um, put in the work generally don't. Right. Right. And I think what happens is that like, I think there are people that put in the work and they still make time for these kind of things. And that's fine if that's what they want. But then there are people that have aspirations, creative aspirations, and then they're spending an hour on uh, watching TV, hour PS5. And then they're like, oh man, I don't have time to do anything because I'm spending an hour watching TV. And I need this time because it's my creative time. Right. I think that's where we kind of run into a little bit of an issue is that, you know, you don't have to do TV to get your relaxation. You know, there are other modes of, and I think we talked about, did we, you listened to the episode again, did we talk about energy management in that last episode? No, we we didn't talk about energy management. For me, it comes down to energy management, right? Like there are certain things in this world, in this life that Mm -hmm. give each individual energy there's certain mm-hmm. things that take energy away. So yeah. for example, I went to a graduation party last week for my friend that is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I spent like two hours there. And when I came home, I felt like I was about to pass out. Like I was just <laughs> out of energy. You know what I mean? Like I lost. And I've the thing is like when I was younger, 
like when I was in college, I would do a lot more things. So you, you get kind of the stamina built up, but like now I don't, I don't go to like parties. I don't hang out with people like that anymore. And so that took a lot of energy out of me. Right. And so you have to understand for yourself, okay, when I do this thing, I feel at ease. I feel peace. I feel like I'm, you know, recharging myself. And you have to do those things. And those things can be for creatives. It can be writing, it can be reading. It can be things that move you further along in your journey, right? And I think what, yeah. what you have to do is divorce the concept of deadlines and divorce the concept of, you know, putting unnecessary pressure on yourself for these things. And then you can find enjoyment out of these things, right? Like the thing, the reason why people oftentimes think that they can't, they need this dead time is because they want to get away from the stress of the deadlines, stress of I got to deliver this, that, the other thing. Okay, do the same thing with your writing. Do the same thing with your reading. Like, don't don't make it something I gotta read thirty books in a year, or else like I'm behind. I gotta <laughs> I gotta write, you know, I gotta write X number of pages, or else you know I can't, you know, my my goal for the day is not done or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't yeah. put that stress on yourself. Just write until you feel like that, okay. That that also goes against the grain of creativism. I mean, you know, you know, where where you should have goals, where you should have goals. But to set a exact deadline on yourself, you know, it goes against the grain of being creative where if you one day you do like, you know, 15 pages, the next day you could do 45. There doesn't need to be like a set limit. But at the same time, you have to have some sort of a standard. You have to set time for it. Yeah. I think with creativity, like mm-hmm. you said, some it happens in bursts, right? Yeah. Like sometimes you'll just be on fire. Like, oh man, I got like sick ideas. Like you, you guys see it in the chat. <laughs> like Bro, sometimes I, I'll message you guys at I, like 2 a.m. My wife was watching some crazy video where this uh-huh. guy takes a piece of paper, he dips a chapel in some ink and he throws the, the chapel at the paper, right? And so he takes the chapel off, he puts it to the side and he flips the paper to the side and uh, he envisions something and he starts drawing and it becomes the scooby-doo the mystery mobile with scooby-doo and uh, you know the all the cast sitting on top of it and like a mountain and people climbing up like these mysterious creatures climbing up trying to grab them and and you can see when he started drawing it as soon as he started drawing it i was like oh he's built making the mystery machine but it was that creativism there Hmm. that you could see that he was creative enough and then he took like a bunch of screws and he threw them on a piece of ink and he threw them on a piece of paper. And all of a sudden he has like this, you know, a whole bunch of teddy bears running in a field or something like that. And it's like that, that, you know, the guy might, you know, he might do the ink thing, throw it, you know, and then sit on it for like a day. And maybe he drew it the next day for all we know, but there's no telling with creativism, but you have to have a standard or a goal. You can't just be like, well, you know, it may happen after three to four months. You know, if you're, if you're trying to stay consistent at least. Yeah, I think the example that I'll bring up is uh, there's an author called, his name is Donald Miller. He wrote a book called Business Made Simple. It's also called, um, he wrote a book called Story Story Marketing, Story Brand Marketing, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a he's a business guy, right? And so one of the things he, in his course, he talks about, uh, you know, in his business, he found that when he writes content, his, you know, his company does well, right? Like when he's writing stuff, you know, sales increase because, you know, he's the one putting his mental energy and, and writing books and writing courses and copy and all that stuff. And, and it helps the business grow. But the thing is, you know, sometimes that stuff is just flowing. Sometimes it's not. So what he does is yeah. he sets 
and this is like not for relaxation he does this for like his job he says okay i have to sit down for at least half an hour he sets half an hour blocks and so he sets like i want to do two hours on monday two hours on tuesday three hours on wednesday and so every time i get a half hour block i fill in i like mark an x on this little square and i'm trying to get to three or four squares every day mm-hmm. and so that kind of shows him his progress but at the same time like to your point it's a, it's a time constraint there that like i want to put time into it now how many ideas how many actually useful pieces of content come out of that no one knows because it's creativity, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll spend like six hours and he'll probably get one idea. But then next week he'll spend five minutes and he'll get 30 ideas. You know what I mean? That's just how it is. Right? Yeah. Like sometimes it's flowing, sometimes it's not. And so uh, with creativity, I think the key part of the process is you have to spend some time, like you have to make time every day for the things that you enjoy, right? And so if you're yeah. a creative you can't call yourself a creative if you don't like creating. Is, am I, did I say something wrong there? Like, does no, that make sense? Right. <laughs> okay, so let's let's play with that a little bit. You can't be a creative without loving to create, right? Like yeah. you're, you're doing this because you love to create, okay? That's why you're called a creative. Right. Now, if that's the case, you need to create time, make time every day to create something. Yeah. That's just a part of it. You have to, right? And so again, kind of coming back to the main point of this podcast, this episode is that, you know, people that call themselves creative and they feel like they need an hour of dead time. I I really challenge you to push your notion, push your beliefs a little bit and really think about, do I need this dead time or can I be doing something I enjoy that also gets me closer to my goal of being, you know, creating something all the time, creating something useful, creating something of value. Right. And I think those goals are not mutually exclusive, right? Like creating something uh, of value and uh, loving what you, loving what you create, like that's not mutually exclusive. You just have to put in the time and effort and you can get relaxation and it can be a normal, peaceful, calming, soothing process. It's possible. And so that's kind of the main takeaway for today is like, don't let this concept of we need dead time to relax uh, get in your way. Right. Yep. And one thing that we talked about in the last episode is getting out of your, uh, funk. Yeah. And, and we missed a point here that I think is really important in that episode. Up. Yeah. Uh, which is that one of the top ways to get out of your funk is to spend time with people that are inspiring. You know, when you spend time with them, you talk to them, you get inspired to actually do stuff. Right. Like I'm sure everyone knows one or two people like that where like they have they, you know, you talk to them, they get you pumped to go do something. Like spend time with those people. And the same thing here is like, you know, when you spend time with those people, it should give you energy, right? It should get you excited, should get you pumped. Right. Yeah. And so um, whether it is getting out of your funk or just maintaining a level of, you know, peacefulness and excitement towards the things you do and really essentially what i'm trying to get at is like really having fun uh creating it's important to have these people that you spend time with regularly that really that their passion kind of pushes you and kind of uh gets you excited again is there anything I else mean, you want to add i think you know to a certain extent you know maybe playing a game or watching an episode of tv there is a certain element where you can gain some creativity from it 
there is like you know you know obviously you see the sort of effort and creativity the producer or the actors or whoever puts in but it's not always necessary for example if you're running a business or you're wanting to run a business maybe watching an episode of narcos is not the best idea of trying to figure out how to do business next maybe you know going to a park and seeing people and what they're you know utilizing you know maybe maybe people are you know walking their dogs and you know they're not scooping up their dog's poop and you come up with a new great you know innovative idea of how they can pick it up and it becomes a multi-million dollar idea you just need to be at the right place at the right time like i said a lot like i have a i have a person i know very very well he falls into funks all the time you know and the and the thing about it is talking about me no not you i i i know you now but i don't know you that well you know uh-huh. that i haven't seen you fall into a funk like that this guy will fall into funks for weeks at a time like for 2 3 weeks he won't he'll just be wrapped up in a blanket sitting for, in front of his tv just watching tv shows for like 2 3 weeks straight he won't work he won't do anything and his thing is oh i worked really hard so i need time to relax like you you need to schedule your week in such a way that you get your relaxation during the course of the week so you don't fall into these funks you go ahead you want to say something i was i was just going to touch on that not not just during the course of the week but the cor- during the course of the day Yeah, the course of the day. But the thing about it is, he's like, I can work for 10 hours a day for six days straight or eight days straight. It's like, yeah. But you know what happens after those eight days is you're just tired. You're like worn out. It's like, that's not how you're supposed, that's not how a human's supposed to work. Um, so, you know, um, work six days, take a day off, you know, or, you know, in between during the week on Wednesday, you know, take a half day. If you own your own business, figure out, hire an employee who can come in for half day. So you can relax or whatever. So this individual will be like, um, during now, no, his work schedule, he wants to set it up himself. So, you know, it, it makes it very difficult to even hire an employee because he'll be like, I'll work from 11 to two, but I want to go to the gym and, uh, do my extracurricular activities from two to six. And then I'll go work at the business the rest of the night. It was like, Yeah, but the business doesn't need you at night. It needs you from 11 to 6, not from 11 to 2 and then from 2 to 6 you take a break and then you work from 6 to 12. That's going to wear yourself out even more. Because not only are you working, you're working out doing this and that, going shopping or whatever and then coming back and working again, you're exhausting yourself even more hmm. than you need to. And and you know, then he'll work for 3 weeks straight. And then I'll get into a funk and he won't work for two weeks, for example, or he'll work for three to four months straight. And then he won't want to work for two months. It's like, that's not normal human behavior. And he's like, well, maybe I'm not normal. It's like, no, that's not, we're not talking about you being normal or not. We're talking about the fact that this is not healthy behavior. Most mm-hmm. healthy individuals uh, will not take a two month hiatus from working. I mean, you know, maybe if you're like, Warren Buffett or Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or something you have the opportunity to be able to take a year off and come back and not work still and still make money but most of us normal normal peasants don't have that you know don't have that opportunity and the thing about it is during the course of the funk all this individual will do 
is watch TV shows, you know, to consistently glued to Netflix for two weeks and eating takeout food. And uh, takeout food, first of all, is not healthy. We know that, you know, unless, of course, maybe you're ordering like a vegan salad or something like that. Um, but it's not healthy. So you're essentially in the funk. You're even funking yourself out even more. You're like living the sedentary lifestyle wrapped up in a blanket, watching TV for two weeks. You know, maybe other people don't do two weeks, but maybe a week or five days or something. It's going to make it so much more harder to get out of the funk because the activities you're doing, the food you're eating, they have no level of insight and creativity to be able to inspire you to get out of it. Right. To get out of a funk, to be honest with you, even if you're working a normal job, like, for example, you're a you're a heater repairman, you know, or a plumber or something like that. He said, he said, let's say you're working a normal job. And the first thing you thought of was heater repair. Well, I'm sitting in front of my heater. That's why well, I have a fireplace. Sorry. Um, so oh, what's it called? Um, and obviously I'm not using a fireplace. It's a hundred degrees outside, but what's it called? Um, so let's say you're a fireplace repairman or a plumber or something. Even then, Sometimes, you know, you're doing your job, you work eight hours a day fixing pipes or something like that. Everybody needs a little bit of creativity and creativity actually awakens your brain. You know, it gets your brain running. And uh, if all you're doing is watching Narcos and Gone Girl and um, what was that one other show? I'm trying to think like New Girl or something. All these like shows, hippie, hipster kids and stuff like that shows and Satchable or something. And that's all you're doing. You're going to make it so much more harder to get yourself out of a funk because there's no creative, you know, push your, your mind's just you're not, like, stuck. you're not pushing your mind. Yeah. You're not, pushing yeah. Your mind. You're, yeah. Not, you're not exercising your mind. You're not exercising it's, your mind. It's exactly. the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it'd be good if Rafi was on this one, but like, it's the same thing as like, if you're just getting out of shape, you know what I mean? Like now it's time to run a marathon. How are you going to run a marathon? Right? Like you got, you're, you're actually, you're getting paid to run, right? So mm. like, let's say every day you have to run six miles <coughs> mentally, mentally speaking, yeah. right? in whatever job you're doing. And now when you get in a funk, what you have to do is like somehow, instead of just sitting on the couch and not exercising your mind and using that as dead time. So I think there's some studies that show that uh, when you're watching TV, um, you're actually using less brain power than when you're sleeping. So like it's, you know, it's literally like your brain dead. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. uh, and don't, if I'm wrong, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I read this. So I think a good book to read on this subject is amusing ourselves to death. Really, um, really good book. But anyway, so to your point, there is, there can be value in watching TV, watching a movie, whatever it may be. But I think the point to recognize is that you have to understand how you're consuming it right? Like if you're actively consuming it and you're actively looking for something and you're using your mind and you're actually exercising your mind to actually figure something out or do something, then that's different. Yeah. Right. But if you're literally just brain dead and it's just on because it's on and you're not really thinking about anything, then that time is actually going to be worse for you than uh, if you were just sleeping. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, I think that's really important to remember. I think really mm -hmm. understanding you know, your mind is probably, no, not probably, it, it is your most powerful asset that you have, right? Like yeah. your brain, like, and so if you're not taking care of your brain, yeah. then, it, you know, 
there's there's only so much that you can do right like you have yep. all these goals and ambitions and all this stuff like if you're not taking your your taking care of your brain and making sure it's ready for those dreams and ambitions and all this stuff then it's it's not going to get you there right it's not no, as absolutely. easy as just thinking about it yeah no absolutely you're right you are correct anything else um, no i think that'd be it i mean i i feel like we went all over the place but it was overall a good creative episode yeah creativity goes all over the place so we're not even going to try to summarize any any actually let's do a couple of key takeaways why don't you give us one and i'll give i'll give them one too if you are going to relax don't waste your brain's time hmm. your brain needs to be opened up as well um that's why when people go for when people go for trips a lot of times they go to nice places um and they relax but at the same time you you know maybe you're sitting in front of the ocean or you're watching a sunset that does open up your brain if you're sitting in front of a tv screen it may open up certain factors but i mean like i said if you're like watching a drug show or something like that like what was the one uh, breaking bad mm-hmm. that was the one with brian cranston right i mean yeah, there was, you know, there was a lot of creativity that probably went into it, but I don't think that should be something you should be watching to open up your brain. Um, but uh, yeah, do something which is mentally and emotionally stimulating and you will see results. Yeah, I think uh, what you just brought up is really interesting is that in the past, if you look at some of these great writers, I think like Henry David Thoreau, um, I don't know more examples off the top of my head, but uh, one of them, yeah, I think one of the themes that's consistent in there is that like these guys would go in nature and just walk for inspiration, right? Like actually going out there, seeing the world, observing, right? Actively observing, looking. I don't know, man. Things. Edgar Allan Poe might have been inside of a crematorium or something like that. Yeah, this, this stuff was a little dark. bit dark. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but regardless of where you get it is there is value in stepping away. And I want to, so my key takeaway is this, like there's value in stepping away, but just be mindful of when you're actually stepping away. Is it getting you closer to what you're trying to get to, or is it taking away? And so there's really no point in spending your whole day thinking about something, thinking about some goals and dreaming about something. And then when it comes time to do an audit of yourself, you're actually, you know, making one step forward and then one step back every single day. Or maybe right. two steps like, back. Yeah. Maybe two, two steps would be back. even worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time.